Welcome back to the Mail Right Show. Today's episode is 268. We are meeting with Tristan Amada, and we're super excited about it. Tristan is the captain CEO of a massive Facebook, real estate Facebook group uh, called Lab Coat Agents. And uh, he's got many, 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 many other credits to his his name, but we're going to start talking to him about lab coat agents first, and then see if we have time to talk about something else. So, with that, without any further ado, Tristan, would you mind? You can introduce me, are you? Uh, oh, sorry. Okay, and then I have my lovely co-host uh, Jonathan. Uh, and Jonathan, why don't you go ahead and tell the new listeners and new new audience members a little bit about yourself? Yeah, and I just want to quickly thank our new listeners and view. Um, viewers, um, last month was our biggest month ever for the show. Um, over the past year, we've tripled the audience size. Thank you, Robert, and I and our guests. Um, I think we've had some fantastic guests on the show and provided some excellent value for the listeners and viewers, and that is shown in the figures. Who am I? I'm the founder of MailRight. MailRight uses the power of Facebook. Um, to get you quality leads. If you're a real estate agent that sold your first five to six homes, uh, houses, and you're looking to increase that next year to 20, we're the ideal product for you. Um, go to the MailRight website and you can learn some more. Over to you, Robert. Uh, so so I think that most people that listen to the show that uh, already know me, and I'm really excited to get into our guest. So Tristan, uh, is he still here? Yeah, I'm right. yeah, there is. Yeah, perfect. So, Tristan, if you can uh, go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience, that would be lovely. And uh, and then while you're doing the introduction, if you could kind of maybe uh, educate me a little bit about what in 2014 you were thinking when you kind of got Lab Code Agents going. Yeah, I love it. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. You guys have been doing this for a while. So glad to be in this 200th somewhere episode. Uh, I love that. I love that. So my name is Tristan Almada, and I'm the CEO of Lab Code Agents. I'm also a real estate agent out in Ventura County, Los Angeles County. And Lab Code Agents is an organization that provides free education and media for the real estate agents of our world here. We're, we're the largest online community, so we have all different brokerages uh, engaged on a daily basis, which is fun. So you get to see all the good and all the interesting and weird stuff that happens in real estate. Uh, but uh, the, the whole goal is to just elevate the industry through education and through showing them what's possible through processes and systems and interviews with some amazing agents, right? So that's that's what it is. In a gist, and in 2014, I created this community because I was thinking of creating a, a blog. But my wife said, "You know, why don't you look into a Facebook group? Those things, those look like uh, kind of cool, kind of interesting, a good place, right?" It was all kind of new to everybody, so I jumped in on there, and I was speaking nationally for Realtor.com at the time, and so I thought, "Well, that's a." It's a kind of a good mix. I'll bring in everybody from the audience to an online audience. And the transition happened really well. It was timing and the right value. And then we we just continued to grow massively and then finally got the attention of Facebook. And so now we're directly connected with Facebook and, and help them and give them advice as to 
how to touch and connect with real estate agents across the world. So very fun. That sounds like uh, that sounds like a hell of a, a hell of a ride. So let me see let me see if I can tie this in for everybody. So I know something that a lot of our audience will not. Realtor.com is actually headquartered here, actually headquartered right where you are, literally in Westlake, and you are in Westlake as well. So does your location have anything to do with the symmetry of working with Realtor.com? I, I would assume it it kind of does, right? Because the initial relationship started because I purchased. I purchased their leads at the time, 2012. They had this new product, zip codes, and I purchased them all in our area. They were new and I did really well with them, converting them at a high level. And they're like, who is this person who converts our leads at such a great rate? So they said, uh, why don't we put you on camera and you can explain to us for our audience what you're doing. So they got me on camera. That's when I found out they were in the same building that I was in. I was like, no way. I had no idea you were even in Westlake. <laughs> so that's what started our relationship. And so now anytime I had a question, I would just open my door, literally go next door and say, hey guys, what do you need? <laughs> so that definitely helped our relationship, man. And and you leveraged that slightly. I mean, this is, it's so funny because everything has changed so much and it's, it's changing like light speed inside the real estate industry. I mean, to say Facebook group six years ago, people are going to be like, ah, oh, that would be a waste of time. Say Facebook group today and people are, yes, please give me the URL and the information because I need more virtual groups to be a part of it. It's just a, it's a crazy evolution. But so you're doing this six years ago they were having you sit in rooms with agents, right? Like, were they were they having you talk to their employees and try to like get your input on how well, to? That was that was part of it. The other part was right after I recorded that whole video for them, showing them the process that I had, right? The technology mm-hmm. that I put in place, the processes, the scripts, and everything to convert these leads at a high level. They said this is really cool. Sent it over to their execs. Their execs said. This guy knows what he's doing. We hadn't heard anything like this before nationwide. Ask if he can go and speak for us at NAR, right, with 22,000 people. And they called me and they said, you want to go speak there? I'm like, yeah, let's do this, right? (laughs) I said, all I need is just for you to cover my family flight so that we can all go there together and experience this. And that was the beginning of that journey because then they started taking me to all of their big events and having me speak to the audiences on how I was converting the online leads and having success with them. So it was both internally to their sales floor, to their sales team, which I'm still friends with them. And it was also externally to all of the real estate agents across the nation. You were doing this so early and John, I'm gonna, I'm gonna open up the floor to some of your questions, but you were doing this so early Sean, that I feel like you may have been the first one because everybody copies this model now. Wailopo has what they call a Facebook success group, and they have actual agents in the success group that are teaching other agents how to use their product and service. Uh, Jeff, the founder of Real Geeks, started off his service about, it would have been right around the same time, seven, eight years ago. And the way that he got it started was he'd find people using the Real Geeks website and then ask them specifically, like, 
what ads they were using and how they were doing it, but it would be agent focused. It'd be like, this agent is using this product this way to be successful. But it sounds like you may have been either right at the same time or the first guy to be, hey, I'm an agent. I'm using this this service and this is how I'm doing it well. Yeah, um, uh, you're right, man. I was I was actually the first that the first agent that became an influencer off of off of using a product at an extremely high level, and that has to do with the timing, right? You know, there's timing involved with Facebook and the groups, right? It just all happened at that time. And, and then we grew so fast as a group that everybody started jumping on board. And then all of the vendors started getting to know us, uh, Inman. And then once Facebook jumped in, then it was a whole different world, right? So that, that has a lot to do with it. And now because of it, we're able to duplicate what we've done in a group, communities, and we're able to take it to other companies and say, hey, we can do the same thing for you, right? So let us know if you want us to help you. So now on the side, we're also consulting companies and helping them create communities of their own. So, so now you've packaged your success into an actual product. Like, hey, you want to create uh, an interactive community with your users. This is how you would do it, is if I'm understanding it correctly. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. But it does take a lot of our time. So we do go deep and get involved. So we, we have to talk to all the people involved on their company. And we're having good success for these companies that are, that are coming in and needing help. It, that happened by accident. Somebody approached us and they're like, can you do this? I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can. Let's figure it out. <laughs> All right, John, if I feel like that is, is fertile, a fertile field for lots of questions. So why don't you, uh, why don't you uh, take it away? Yeah, well, we got to focus on, on the intermediate agent and helping them basically, you know, because there's, it's very confusing for people entering the industry and when they're got over the first year, they haven't given up and yeah. it's still hard to find a path. And there's a lot of contradictory information. If you know, what, what's your feelings about Facebook at the present moment? Because obviously there's been some, fundamental changes around how somebody in the real estate industry as an agent can use Facebook mm -hmm. with their changes. Are you still very optimistic about Facebook and using it as a tool to get leads in general? Yeah, definitely. It's still a great place to go. It's still the number one social media outlet out there with for, for the United States. I mean, if, if you're not counting YouTube as number one, um, Facebook still has what 200 and 210 million American users approximately which is about 70% of the American population. That's how many log on every every month according to a study that was done in June this this year. That's insane, dude. That's an insane amount of people that go on and if you're using the product in the right way, meaning not just throwing out junk and see if it can stick. If you're using it to retarget your database, right? Not just throwing it up for leads and boosting posts. I'm talking about using it to be able to bring back all of this 
database that you've got, expireds for sale by owners, past clients, Sphere, open house leads, Zillow leads, Realtor.com leads, anything. All of a sudden, you start creating this automated system that's touching all of these leads dynamically through the whole year. And now you're starting to use technology to help you, right? So it, it just depends how you're using it. And I think it's still an amazing piece, an amazing tool for businesses. So through, through your, you know, your platform, you know, it sounds like you've got a great um, way of judging what, what, what are some of the real concerns and real problems that a lot of agents have. What, what are some of the most regular things agents um, discuss or in the group that you're aware of? Is it, is it lead generation? Is that the fundamental number it's, one thing? You know, it's, it's interesting that, that you ask that because it's a big mix. I think there are a lot of agents in there that, that don't have answers to simple questions of them simply being in under contract or in escrow, and they have questions that pop up. And they're like, well, what happens here? Or what happens here? Processes, systems. And then you do have people coming in and asking, well, what's the best CRM out there? Or what's the best lead gen tool out there, right? So we do get those questions as well. What we try to do in a community, and it's, it's worked really well, is to set the tone so that people understand what this community is about. So we have over 500,000 posts, comments, and likes in a 28-day basis, right? So it's highly engaged. And if we don't continually put out education pieces like webinars on a daily basis, if we don't continually post and let people know, hey, this is the route we're going, right? There's no complaining in here, or we'll just boot you or mute you, or just you won't be in this community. Um, If we don't do that continually, People won't know what type of community it is. And so I do help out, like I said, other communities grow outside of real estate. And one thing that you can see, which is kind of what you were indicating a little bit as Facebook has changed, they are Facebook is taking a strong stance on really shutting down any type of hate, any type of uh, fake news type of things. And one of the communities that I'm helping out is called leaving California, right? So obviously that that leans more towards conservative, right? Republican. And so one of the things I'm noticing there is that Facebook has already warned them quite a few times (laughs) that they need to be careful what they let into this community and not to let in uh, what they would consider hate to go in as well. So there are a lot of changes that are happening and Facebook has shut down a few groups that that just they think isn't abiding by these rules. So I think over the next few months, you're going to see Facebook change a little more. And that may affect some of those people that are on there because you're seeing them, some people leave Facebook or not use Facebook as much and they go to Instagram, not knowing that Instagram is still Facebook or they go to WhatsApp and use that more, not knowing that it's still Facebook, right? So it's a little funny to me but at the end of the day, uh, they control the social waves. Twitter's still there, but it's, I mean, they, Twitter just announced yesterday that that they're now going to do a carousel ads, which is kind of cool, right? I'm like, oh, that that's cool. Way to join the party, 
Twitter, like years later. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Facebook does set the tone. The only one that's come to, to change the way things are recently is TikTok. They are gaining and uh, they have a good they have a good presence with the younger demographic, and that demographic is growing now into the late twenties, which is cool to see. Like, I want to know how that's going to work for the marketing world. What yeah. do you uh, also notice? And it's been an ongoing thing. Me and Robert have been trying to push the power of video and the power of content marketing um, through blogging and using maybe that for YouTube as well to become a dominant, um, seen as a dominant expert in real estate in your local market. But in general, we don't see many agents. We had an agent that came on the show a few weeks ago from Montana, and he's been using video very effective in getting leads from people outside the state that were looking to move to Montana. But we don't see many agents really doing it that effective. Have you got any insights why that is, actually? Well, yeah, it comes down. It's a simple one. It comes down to overthinking the process because a lot of agents, when they see these amazing videos being done, they're like, I can't do that. I just can't. And they don't know where to start. They overcomplicate the process. They They don't realize that just simply picking up the phone and recording yourself right, is much easier to do than they're thinking. Because it's true. I mean, if you go to YouTube and you see some of these amazing videos, I'm like, man, that's that's a full-on production almost. I don't know if I can do that. But there's also the, the other type. I mean, that's why I brought up TikTok too. I think that you have those agents that are finally breaking through and saying, okay, let's let's give this a try. It doesn't look to be as difficult as I thought. Let's do this vertical video. Let's record myself. I'll record my listing. It's only 60 seconds or less, right? And you're starting to see people get used to that. And I mean, in USA Today, one of my friends was showcased that they sold a home through TikTok. They brought in a buyer because they did the exact thing. They just previewed a home and they sped it up, added music, and it sold. I was like, that's it's pretty insane. So I think your question is a valid one. Why is it so difficult for agents to, to jump in? What are they scared of? It's just that they're not used to it, man. I, I always say, if, if you can just, Jonathan, if you could just record yourself yeah. on this repeatedly and not do anything with it, you start getting comfortable with the process. And then finally, maybe one of the ones that you recorded, you're like, oh, that wasn't too bad, right? I'll post it up. But that's just you getting used to you. I think it's time for our break, Robert. Do you want to do it and then do our comeback, Robert? Sure. All right. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, all those people joining us for the show today, first of all, we appreciate it. We're going to go for a quick little break here. So, uh, we'll be right back. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. 
All right. Welcome back to the MailRite Show. We are in part two of our show. We're meeting with Tristan uh, Amuda today. Uh, sorry, Armada to, Amada today. And Tristan is the founder of Lab Coat Agents, which is the probably the largest, if not one of the largest, uh, online networking groups for real estate agents uh, that there is. Uh, for those of you that are not familiar with them, you can go to facebook.com labcoatagent and you can find the group. I don't know what the requirement is to join, probably be a real estate agent. Uh, I can tell you that having uh, been uh, looking at the group since the show started, that there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of posts, all of which look to be good. And they cover topics from uh, how to package up and sell homes, how to use rednecks, how to... Uh, create better online processes and a wide variety of things. Um, so uh, Tristan, I think he, I think he may have. I think he's still with us. Are you still with us, Tristan? Oh, he's coming. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, okay. there you go. Yeah, your video, your video went out for a second there. So we weren't, uh, we weren't sure. So, um, so, so you brought up, before we went to break, John was talking about content marketing and, and he was asking you some questions about video marketing. It is obvious to yeah. me that whether or not you refer to yourself that way, that you are deeply involved in content marketing because you have tons and tons and tons of content as part of your Facebook group. So one way or the other, you're either, you're either moderating that content, you're partici- I see in many of these shows that you're participating in the content. So let me ask you a couple. So I'm a content producer too, and I have my my loves and my frustrations with the medium. So for those people out there that may, let's just say, be wanting to start their own Facebook group, what would you say are some of the top takeaways that you've ever had about, like, let's just say, all right, I want to start a Facebook group in Montana and I want it to be about moving to Montana. Let's just pretend that that's the group. What would the advice be? To that, like, what would you, as a really experienced, you know, purveyor of, of, of a Facebook group, what would you tell that person? Like, what, what should you look out for, like, and do? Like, what are the top three things you should do? And what are one or two things you really should stay away from? All right. Great. Great question, man. The first thing is now that you've got the idea, right, that's usually the first thing I go for. Well, what's the idea that you've got? Are you going to be passionate about it or is it, you're going to let it fade out after three months? But you picked moving to Montana. Let's say you're really passionate about that. And I think personally, that's an awesome one that you picked. So next thing I would do is I would look at this long term and I'd say, well, I want this to be a business and I want to have this brand look and feel a certain way. What does that look like to me? right? What are the colors? How can I get the right logo to put it on a hat? How would it look on a shirt? What's the messaging going to be like, right? So I would look at this as a, as a full-on brand. That's the one thing after you've chosen the type of group that it's going to be. Now, the next thing is once you start this community, I would find people in the community, or if it's for the whole state in the state, that are pretty good at social media, that understand it, that would want to partner with you in the community that can bring value. Because those moderators that you bring in or admins are going to help you grow faster. 
And I always say, look, if you're starting a community, you're never going to grow if you don't bring in the right people. Because let's say uh, Robert and Jonathan, let's say we're going to start this group together. Well, the thing is, I'm going to say, hey, Robert, so this is what I'm doing. I'm creating this amazing uh, moving to Montana community. And we're going to interview local shops. We're going to interview agents, uh, insurance people, attorneys, people that live here so that they understand what it looks like to live here, right? Sure. And I need you to help me do this. Once we come in and go live, I need you to bring in 100 people the first week. Just people that you think would benefit from this. Friends that are already your friends on Facebook. And Jonathan, I'd go to the same thing to you and say, Jonathan, as a moderator, I just need you to bring in 100 or 150 people in that first week. Just to get it going, we need to already have some posts inside of the community so people know what this is about, right? So let's get a few going. And Robert, you're going to benefit from this, Jonathan, you too, because as we grow, people are going to wonder who you are and what you're doing, especially if you're in the community posting and we're interviewing people together, you're going to get business from this. So I want you to at least post or engage deeply three times a week, right? And that's not that that often. And if you ever get stuck, just let me know and I can help you because I have a long list of things that you can post or engage with. And so that's that's what I do. I set the tone. I let them know these are the guidelines that you're going to have as a moderator. Mm-hmm. And I let you know that there's a benefit involved to if we do this correctly, right? And of course, as I start making merchandise, moving to Montana hats and shirts, well, I'm going to send them over to you, right? And then we're going to have contests. And then after this picks up, we're going to create an Instagram. And then all of the things that we create that are recorded, we're going to put it into our YouTube channel. And then we're going to put money behind our YouTube channel. And then as we let people into the community, right, people are requesting to join. Well, we're going to ask for their email addresses before they join. And then we're going to have a newsletter. And then we're going to drive more people to the webinar based on those newsletters that we send, right? And information that we have in Montana. And then we're like, well, this is getting a little big, right? We're getting a lot of people in this. Well, then we find the local people that have businesses and say, hey, check out our stats. We're on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and we got an amazing newsletter. It it would only cost you about $2,000 a month if you become a sponsor. And we'll interview you. Here's what you get. Now, a year a year in, you've got a whole business, a whole brand that's not only feeding you leads as a real estate agent or whatever you are, mm-hmm. you also have a full-on business that's producing money for you. That's brilliant. So you're covering oh, your, your... Fantastic, a fantastic outline. Yeah. Interesting. I love it. Yeah, it was that that was truly that was way more than I was expecting, man. You brought you brought <laughs> you you brought the uh the the valuable information. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh but you did we missed the uh so so that's that's how to get it done and it was more than the top three things. It was basically a blu- a blueprint, uh a roughly out like drawn out blueprint on how you'd start a group. Yep. What are the what are the top three like what are a couple of mistakes? Like you've already done this and, and, yeah. and yes, you made it, you just made it sound easy, but I've been in digital marketing for too long. I don't, I know it wasn't easy. So was. I know you, I know you ran across some challenges at some point or another and learned some hard lessons. 
Yeah. I would love if you'd share with me and the, the users like what a couple of those were. Yeah, the biggest challenge you're going to find are relationships and your expectations of what those relationships should be. And, and I think the, the faster you realize that, that there are going to be a lot of ways to do the same thing because you're only one person, right? Uh, the, the better you get along with more people, the better it's going to be for your business. And so you have to be really careful who you go into business with. So the first thing that I look for when I bring in moderators, this is why I do, I, now we do a lot of research. I want to make sure that they're emotionally intelligent, right? Because I don't, I don't need a loose cannon out there. Yeah. I don't need them posting on their personal page that, um, that we never landed on the moon, right? Or, or that screw the whole world. I hate this place, right? Weird stuff like that, man. So yeah. I'm really careful as to who these people are because yeah. it becomes a reflection of you, right? And then people are like, oh, he's a moderator. She's a moderator of that community. That's but can I just interrupt you? you it's another fantastic thing you're saying there. Because what I say to people, I I feel I feel I'm a pretty open person. You you know I'm on I'm on I'm on podcasts, videos. There's a lot of content out there. If you put Jonathan Denwood into your search, there's a lot of stuff out there. Right, I'm a pretty open book. But I say to people, I I don't want to put stuff out on social media that I wouldn't be happy for my mother to read. <laughs> and my mother's dead. My, bless bless her heart. She died about fourteen years ago. Um, but that's how I judge what I want out there on the public domain. Mm-hmm. Uh, if for my mother, or if I wouldn't be happy for my mother to read it. I don't really want it out there for the whole world to see. What do you reckon about that, Tristan? Dude, that's a that's a beautiful way to live life, I think. Because if anybody sends something to my mom that I did and that that I or that I posted, I and my mom comes back to me and says, "Did you really say this or did you really do this?" I'm like, "Ah, I mean, what would what you want your answer to be?" It's <laughs> a great point. Great point, Jonathan. Yeah. I mean, and it's tough when you're out in the influencer world, a lot of the things that you do are going to get recorded and, and um, you're not always on your A game, not always. Right. So just, it takes time to, to get there and refine yourself. And that, Jonathan, that goes a lot, that goes a lot to do. It has a lot to do with your routines, right? What do you do in the morning? What do you do in the evening? How are you setting yourself up to be the best possible version of yourself every day? Because you're in you're in the spotlight every day. And sometimes you're only talking to a few people, but sometimes you're talking to thousands, right? Well, because um, I come across through my podcast and my videos as extrovert, but actually, I'm actually an introvert by nature. Uh, I'm quite happy to be on my own, work in my office. Some days I don't. I, I don't only interact with people um, through Zoom. Sometimes I don't. Um, I don't see a, a, another person, you know, apart from my partner. Uh, um, 
And I, I'm quite happy about that. Uh, but I come across, so you've got to understand in some ways, yeah, it's got to be honest, but some, it is kind of like show business really, isn't it? It is. It's 100% like it, man. And it's, I think that that's the world we live in right now. This is why social media, the internet, and eventually where we're at now with the internet, which is social media, it's changed the dynamics of, of how we engage with each other and how much power has given, has been given back to, to the general population, right? This is why we're also so split, or at least we virtually see such a bigger split in our country right now in the U S because everybody's so vocal about it. Right. And it's easy for us to post whatever we want. And everybody's got an audience, even if it's just one person or millions. So I think, I think we need to go uh, wrap up the podcast part show, Robert, and then tell people they can, we could continue the discussion for a little while and where they can see that, Robert. So over to you. Yeah. So we're going to uh, wrap up the podcast uh, part of the show for those of you that are listening. We also do a video part of the show. And uh, Tristan, at the beginning of the show, did agree to stay with us for a few more minutes. Uh, so we are going to have some bonus content. I'm going to leave it a mystery because I have some questions and I'm just going to continue to do a Q&A with him. And uh, we're going to we're, gonna, we're just going to post that on the MailRite video channel. So, Tristan, if people would like to find you or learn more about you or, or maybe become involved in your group or get consultation from you for their Facebook group, how would they go about doing that? They could contact me on Instagram, which is Tristan.Omada. You can just find me on Instagram or just Google Tristan Omada. You'll find my cell phone number. You can always reach me there or go to, into Facebook and message me there as well. Easy to find me. Excellent. That's exactly the way it should be. And John, if somebody wanted to talk to you about uh, MailWrite or getting onto the onto the MailWrite podcast, uh, how would they go about doing that? Well, you can go to the MailWrite Facebook page and direct direct message me, or you can email me at Jonathan at mail com, or go on the website and um, you can. We we got the ability to do a demo for you where we we go through everything we can do for you at a very competitive price. It's a great platform. Uh, it's taken a lot of time, and but I'm I think it's excellent. Um, and I highly recommend that you talk to John and get a consultation if you have any questions about. Um about uh, real estate CRMs. My name is Robert Newman. I'm the founder of inboundrem.com, which is a content-based, can you hear me still? I just hang up. Okay. A content-based website that you can find out all the information you ever needed to know about real estate marketing systems, uh, Commissions Inc. I do really, really deep dive and reviews and um, probably one of the best guys in the country when it comes to inbound marketing or SEO, if I do say so myself, but I give all the way with that, that information all the way for free on my website. So go there. All right. Without any further ado, we're going to, we're going to take one more break and then we're going to do the extra 10 minutes. Um, Thank you for joining the show. We appreciate it.